Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to the Star Wars Minute. It's our daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars saga one backstabbing minute at a time. <laughs> My name is Alex Robinson from comicbookalex.com. And I'm Pete the Retailer from nerdgeekdork.com. And I'm Clee Wiggins from uh, cleewiggins.com. Oh, look at that. We, have, we all have dot coms. <laughs> yes. That's good. good. Good work, everybody. High five. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on uh, today, Clee. You're a new uh, new person to the show, so uh, thank you for having me. Yes, uh, we are on minute ninety one. Ninety one of the Empire Strikes Back. It starts yeah. off with um, Darth Vader telling the bounty hunter Boba Fett that he can take Han Solo once uh, he's done torturing him, and it ends a minute later with the thoroughly tortured Han Solo being dragged into the prison cell with. Chewbacca and R and R two D two and C three PO. Yeah, and that's yep. minute ninety one. Mm-hmm. So if you have not watched the special edition, if you're watching this, the regular original edition, as we are in this, in this, yeah, setting, I only the original ones. Sure, like like any decent human. Yes. <laughs> Do you think there's anyone listening to this who has not seen the special editions? Well, hopefully, <laughs> I wish I had. You're not a special edition person either. No, absolutely not. It's an abomination. Oh, see? <laughs> That's how strongly I feel. But anyway, Pete, I interrupted you. Let's so this theoretical person who has not seen the special editions. Right. So if you're watching, well, well it doesn't have to be theoretical. It could be somebody watching it between, no, no. It's the, theoretical. between 1980 <laughs> and 1997. Um, there's new information here that all of a sudden you're like, you know, when he says, you know, you can take Captain Solo to Jabba the Hutt, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, whoa, Boba Fett works for Jabba the Hutt? Like, yeah. That's that's crazy. That's awesome. Like we heard also, about. He has, he has a New Zealand accent all of a sudden for no reason. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. I mean, up until this point, we just assumed Boba Fett was only working for Boba the, Fett. He is. We, we thought he was only yeah, working he for, for himself for the Empire. <laughs> yeah, on behalf. Yeah, for himself and on behalf of the Empire. But in the special, care where he's taking Han Solo. That's why it's stupid. <laughs> why the hell Darth Vader has better things? He's bigger fish to fry than, <laughs> than the fate than, of Han Solo. Yeah, than to be like, yeah, go ahead and take him off to Jabba. Like, I don't care what you do with him. <laughs> yeah. He's yours now, though. Yeah, once <laughs> we freeze him, you can do whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you can put him in your garage. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. You can mount him on the front of Slave One. <laughs> Whatever you, you want. Make an excellent hood ornament. That would have been much. <laughs> that would have been much cooler if yeah. uh, if if you just strapped him. To- <laughs> Yeah, if Slave One was covered in, because then no one would attack the ship, because then it would be covered in other, you know, be like hostage, like yeah. human right. shields all over the. Right. Uh, uh, it's not a hood owner. What's the thing? Like a figurehead? What's the like the lady on the front of a boat? Mud flap? No, no, <laughs> not the lady on the back of a truck. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the uh, oh, what is that called? On a boat, like the hood ornament of a boat. Yeah, like, like an old pirate little, ship like, kind of like a, a thing. mermaid or like a like a pirate lass. Yeah, beside wood on the. On the bow of a boat. To learn a new word. Hmm. No idea what that is called. There's some sailors listening to this who are just yelling at us. They're cursing <laughs> us out right now. Yeah. Arg! She's a maidenhead. They call her. <laughs> uh, so uh, the other thing is that this is the first time we learn from that Boba Fett says he's no good to me dead. Talking yeah. about Han Solo. Ever speaks. Is that true? Does he? Does he say? Doesn't does. Does he say "as you wish" to Darth Vader when? Oh, no, so he just goes right. "as you wish" earlier. Yeah. As he's falling down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I guess also we heard him talk plenty of times. This is the first time we see adults. Mm-hmm. Also, does Pete? You know this? Does his voice, his voice match the cartoon in the Star Wars Holiday Special? Uh, no, I think it's a different guy who played the, who did the voice in the Holiday Special. How many different people have played Boba Fett? It's a good question. Yeah, I mean, even within this, there's several different. People apparently. There's several different like actors, stunt actors, but like as far as ones who talk, I think it must. My guess would be four to five, right? Yeah, that's probably that's probably right. It takes a village to Boba (laughs) Fett. It takes. (laughs) Well, so my question was, uh, Boba Fett says he's no good to me dead, but so Jabba theoretically has changed the terms of the bounty on his head because Greedo was ready to kill him. Yeah, yeah, but now I guess because he because he fried poor Greedo. Jabba no, Hutt's like, no, no, right. we he want him to make alive. an example out of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, even at the beginning of this movie, you know, I thought it was a death mark. It's not an easy thing to live with. No, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know. the inconsistencies of the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Major Working plot holes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would assume that a death mark involves death. I could be wrong. I could... would assume that. I mean, yeah, I think it's a safe assumption. I just remember when I first saw this movie as a kid, it was the first, it's how I learned what the word garrison meant. Mm. Garrison Ford. <laughs> garrison Ford. <laughs> Much better than Garrison Keeler. Oh, that's true. That's even... <laughs> Dude, no, don't make me leave a Garrison Keeler here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. That'd be worse than the actual regular. <laughs> Put me in the carpet. I... <laughs> <laughs> Please. Or a William Henry Garrison. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Lord. This could go on and on. <laughs> I just like this part of the this minute also has uh, Chewie attempting to fix 3PO. Yes. In the holding cell. And 3PO is complaining the entire time. That's what he does. Yeah. And it is what he does. But I'm, I feel like if somebody's doing you a favor, it's, it's, that's the time you shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. You think after being forcibly shut down relatively recently for right. talking yes. too much and complaining, you think you'd just be like, yeah. you know, like a. Uh, I guess there's no like pre-programmed protocol for somebody's fixing you yeah like there's no like oh be polite when somebody's putting your head back on your body you're in rebuild mode call them a flea-bitten furball when they're trying to do you a favor a mop head or maybe uh maybe his you know the hard drive with all the part like the be nice information is stored on his leg or something so it's not connected again yet so he's i think it's amusing that um 
Like our C-3PO's head can even be put on backwards. A USB can't <laughs> yeah. go in backwards, but C-3PO's head can totally go in backwards and work perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, also, there, there's... All right. Watching this minute, do you think that Anthony Daniels was wearing the costume with the mask on backwards? Oh, it didn't even occur to me. Or do you think that he was facing forwards and had the rest of the body on? Because he moves his arms and stuff, too. It's yeah. hard to... I, I don't think he's in the outfit at all. I think that must be automated. I assumed it was some kind of puppet. I don't know. Yeah, that's some kind of puppet. Because they had Frank Oz right there. Come on, right. he could totally do it. Now, Frank but Oz I is on a different planet. <laughs> they should have had Frank Oz do the puppet, and then he would have had to do the voice, too. So we got to hear <laughs> Frank Oz doing c 3 Fields voice. Right. <laughs> Which would sound a little bit something like... No, no. <laughs> it would just sound like Ray Romano. <laughs> I think Frank Oz always just sounds like Ray Romano to me, his regular speaking voice. Yeah, they have that same kind of throat yeah. quality. <laughs> like in the Blues Brothers. I was like, oh, that's me. So is this um, Cloud City's like uh, like their Rikers Island, their prison? Like, is this just like the drunk tank? Where What's what's this uh, place I mean, that they are, have all these people? It's a city of like five million, so it must have like a proper yeah. jail cell or something. Unless yeah, it's executed they have to have everybody. a brig of some sort. <laughs> or, yeah. Brig. Right. Or, yeah, or some kind of, you know, maybe this is the kind of Jail executive prison. holding suite. This is like on a cruise ship where they put the unruly passengers. Right. Do they have yeah. those on cruise ships? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Brig. Really? Brig. Oh. Yeah, someone yeah. gets unruly. A or... ship called a brig. Yeah. Right. Now we I, know that, I know that they... term. <laughs> I only know that because of Star Trek, so. Oh, right. <laughs> you learned all your uh, military terms from uh, <laughs> from science fiction yeah. shows. Garrison. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until my brother joined the Marines. Well, <laughs> I learned a lot that I didn't want to know. <laughs> too much. Too much. Yes. Uh, the, the scene where, where Darth Vader and Boba Fett are speaking, Darth Vader has this excellent elevator timing. Yeah. Where as soon as he's like, you know, again, he's he's quick with the with the burns and with the, uh, you know, he's, yeah. he's all smooth, smooth James Bond guy. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, as soon as he says... Uh, what is that when he says it? Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? Right. And Lando, no. As soon as he's done t- speaking, the elevator door is finished. Yeah. Closed. Yeah. He's got good timing with that. He does it a couple more times, I think. I think it's a wireless feature on his suit. Oh, he like, okay. presses a button and it will make the door close. Uh, the Bluetooth technology. So I wanted to see it, you know, go one way or the other. Like, either he's still talking and the elevator door is closed. <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. I think it's more akin to, like... Like when you were a kid and your my mom, when I was a kid, used to like pretend that she could change the light from red to green. But all she was doing was just looking at the yellow and then timing it out. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So maybe Darth, like he sees the little like kind of down arrow go on in the in the elevator. So then he was like, oh, and it would be unfortunate yeah. if I had to leave. I think any time yeah. Darth Vader goes to a new place, like the scouts go ahead and time the elevators and say, <laughs> find out how long once you press that button. I'm all about timing. He has yes. to pull the Costanza. He just has to stay his line. Yeah, exactly. And then he's out. He drops the mic and he leaves. This would have been the best outcome. He starts <laughs> saying, good, it would be unfortunate if I had to leave. The door starts to close. He puts his arm out, stops the door. It would right. be unfortunate <laughs> if I had to leave a garrison. And then it would be like five seconds. Right. <laughs> yeah, or like so he's pointing and kind of gesticulating yeah. and speaking. It's like, it'd be unfortunate if I had to leave it. And then his yeah. pointing kind of interferes with the sensor on the yeah. door, so the doors yeah. start to close and open back up again. Yeah. And then some Ugnaught's like, hold the door, hold the door. Right. <laughs> it's like one of the stormtroopers has to get on. <laughs> so, um, Darth Vader says to Lando uh, that the, the 
the princess and the Wookiee are to never leave. They're going to stay here and never leave this city again. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was again, like, why does he care? Right. Well, more importantly, like this is the this is the leader of the rebellion, Princess Leah. You're just going to leave her here in the city, like yeah, like, like no, no one's ever going to come looking for her. Yeah, yeah, it's never going to happen. I guess as a recluse, that's a really great punishment. You could never leave the city again. Oh well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I wonder if that was Lando's idea. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, uh, Lord Vader, maybe you should leave the princess yeah. here with me. Right. She yeah. truly does belong with us here among the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she belongs with us here among the clouds. So, yes. um, Or was Vader planning on going back on that the whole time and just trying to keep Lando in line? Right. Yeah, probably. probably. He didn't want Lando to kind of revolt instantly. Vader's yeah. all about the long con. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so uh, I have in my notes that when he says, perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly. One of the things I, the most, the things I despise the most about Emperor Palpatine is his fake, sarcastic sympathy in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> where he's like, oh, I'm hmm. so sorry. So clearly this is a, this, sorry, See, this, this Sith thing is like their sarcasm is there, is there. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't like the Emperor, but that's one thing that I do like about the Emperor is, is that sarcastic him being like, <laughs> oh, I'm afraid it would be quite operational. Like, because that's just completely weird out of character, you know, like. It just shows you sort of like how, how childish he is ultimately, though. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes him a little bit I'm more afraid. of a of a human character to me. Yeah. Whereas I think most of the other time he's just kind of you know a villain. He's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. No, he's not even as not even as human as the creature <laughs> from the Black Lagoon. Like, patting it like his lightsaber, like you want this. Right. <laughs> Uh, so also I like it's that Lando backs down when Vader's like, perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly. And Lando's like, no, because he clearly doesn't want to be choked. He walks away right. mumbling under his breath. Yeah. yeah. But then he winds up getting choked later anyway by the Wookiee. So right. Irony. Unavoidable choking of Lando Calrissian. And maybe Darth was just literally, you know, maybe he was asking straightforward. He wasn't being. Uh, oh, yeah. If you think you're being like, treated are, unfairly. Are you, are you is that wrong? I mean, are, you, are you upset with that? My door's I mean, always open. Yeah. <laughs> It's important we be honest about our feelings. <laughs> well, that's all I got for minute 91. Clee, you got yeah. anything other comments for this one? I don't think so. All right. You will, no. will you be joining us here tomorrow? Yes. All right. So uh, everyone follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And we've got a new live show coming up. Mm-hmm. That's uh, June, June 10th uh, here in New York City. Yeah, uh, the back park, at the Parkside Lounge. At the Parkside Lounge for our Star Wars Minute it, I am your Father's Day special live. That's awesome. Where we'll be covering the uh, minutes 111 and 112 of The Empire Strikes Back, where the, the big reveal happens and then some, some other stuff goes down. A big it, reveal happens? The big reveal and the aftermath. Oh. I don't want to spoil anything, but... We'll what go, time? Yeah. So uh, go to StarWarsMinute.com slash live. Is that what we're setting up for? Yeah, sure. Now that you said that, I have to make that, but that's okay. <laughs> That's right. I do not. I live to give you more work to do. So, uh. <laughs> all right, Clee, thanks for coming on today. And everyone, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. I said all that stuff already. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Yes. Yeah.